Cosplay Then versus Now on UJOCast. Welcome back. I am recording with a friend of mine from work, and he is very, um, on Instagram, I saw a lot of your cosplay, um, and I know that at work for Halloween, you like to dress up, and a lot of people don't at work, so um, I thought that it would be really fun to have you on the podcast just because... I don't know, you seem like more of a free spirit than a lot of the people that work there. And obviously, I don't work where you work, so I didn't actually get to see it in person. But I have seen you at the only con that I've ever been to. And um, I'm really excited to have you on the show. So for my listeners, just introduce yourself and um, just give us a little bit of insight about who you are and your cosplay experience. Oh, well, my name is John. Uh, cosplay experience, not much to be honest with you, but maybe for like the last four years or so, I've been cosplaying with people. Okay. And a little bit of insight on myself. Uh, well, I've always loved anything nerdy, anything <laughs> anime, mm-hmm. games, ever since I was probably five or six years old yeah and um so cosplaying is relatively new to you but uh you've liked anime for quite a while i i would assume right that's putting it lightly but (laughs) but yes i would say i've loved anime for quite some time now (laughs) yeah um so before we get started with the cosplay specific questions I sent you some questions, and um, I just want—I just want to get to know you a little bit better, you know. So, uh, without further ado, I'm just gonna rapid fire some questions at you and see what your response is, and hopefully, you know, I get to know you a little bit more than maybe I do right now. So, uh, at what age did you get into anime? I would say probably six years old. Oh, really? That young? Oh, yeah. Wow. There was some character development there. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Um, what drew you into anime? Probably the drawing and art style. Okay. When I visually saw it for the first time. Okay. I I can see that, too, because it's different. It's different than um, Americans are used to. It's a whole different style. It's lines and it's, I feel like, to me, it's more comic book based or manga, as they call it. Um, it, it shows more in the animated versions of what you're reading. You know, our, our stuff is not as, I don't, I don't think it's as artistic I like it. I can see that. I love it. I'm a SpongeBobber. You know me. You know it. But um, for for it to to captivate you at such a young age, it has to. It really has to pop, right? Uh, what was the first anime that you watched? You remember? It was probably Dragon Ball Z. Oh, classic response. I hear that a lot with people that I talk to 
that maybe not are like super into anime, but they've seen it. It was mainstream for a long time. Oh, and the story, and it goes on and on, and the battle scenes, and I've heard so much about it. So I I definitely, I could see it was a Dragon Ball Z first starting. Uh, what was the first anime series you finished? That would be Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Okay, I've never seen it. Um, I know that somebody on my old team at work really into Gundam, like really, really into it. So every time I start talking about some sort of anime or some sort of like animated series, oh, I watch mine, you know, and he's an older gentleman. Oh, I watch Gundam and, you know, all this. Oh, okay, yeah, I really dig it. All ages, right? Uh, do you remember your first cosplay? I mean, it was only four years ago, right? It was a video game character from the game series prototype i was alex mercer oh wow i would have never um i would have never remembered something unless it was that specific like i have dressed up for halloween as katana from mortal kombat it's my go-to character but i've never actually cosplayed and i'm gonna get to that point once i make this developmental journey so i'm really excited to do it but that's very that's very specific. So, uh, why did you pick the character? I like anti-heroes. Okay. Because I don't think everything's in black and white. There's a lot of gray. And mm-hmm. at the time, his costume was very simple to do. Okay. Simplicity. And I was still very new to it. So, I was like, I could easily do that. <laughs> right. So, that's why I chose him. That was my one of my first, probably. Okay. Um, this is, I, I'm curious, since you've only been doing it for four years, how many cosplays, rough estimate, have you done? He's counting. <laughs> I'd say five or six. Six, six. fully? Yes. Okay. Six. How many do you have in process? At the moment, I have one I'm working on. Okay. I think I know which one it is, if I'm not mistaken, right? You probably do. <laughs> I probably do. A lot of 3D parts. It's <laughs> painted and things, I'm sure. <laughs> um, what was your favorite cosplay? Oh, hands down, it was Kakashi. Oh, I love Kakashi. I got my Kakashi shirt on under my sweater. I had to because I knew you were coming over and I knew you were going to give me that answer. Uh, What was your least favorite? It was probably Alucard from Castlevania. Okay. Okay. And why? Because I'm a perfectionist when it comes to a cosplay and I didn't have a certain prop that he has. Uh Uh-oh. He has a sword. It's like a fencing sword, and it's called an heirloom. Okay. It's a magic sword, and I didn't have it. So if I don't have it, I'm like, everyone knew who I was. I'm incomplete. I was, it, it bothered me. I'm yeah. a perfectionist when it comes to stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I saw your, what, Green Arrow, I think it was, cosplay. That thing was noise. Um, do you remember your first con? It was 
Anime Fest 2013. Okay. Okay. 2013. How long ago was that? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten years? Ill. <laughs> ten years ago, first con. Yeah. Mine was last year. Ooh. <laughs> and I, wow. Yes, ten years ago. Uh, here's a good one. What's your favorite thing about going to conventions, anime cons? This is probably going to be a generic answer, but it's seeing everyone's costumes. See, you know what? Um, I love seeing everyone's dressed up and all the characters. I'm like, I know that character. I know I, that character. I'm like, I feel that a lot. I do. I I remember this one time um, just walking around at uh, Akon last year, and I... I saw Dumbledore. Oh, my, like, first Dumbledore with, like, the gray cloak. It was so good. If, you know what, if my friend has a picture, I'm definitely going to post it on social media because, oh, my goodness, it was so good. The wand, the full, like, super beard, everything was fantastic. What's your least favorite thing about cons? (laughs) <laughs> I already know the answer. I just, I'm having like a PTSD flashback. Oh, no. Those weaves need to be better about nah, about applying deodorant. Deodorant, yes. Do you hear that, musty folks? You need to put on deodorant because we cannot be in a crowded con and you smelling funky, okay? <laughs> so bad. You know, and I, I get that. I used to, um, I used to do land gaming, you know, land parties. But I never played. I just hung out with the people that did it, and it got funky in there. So I can't imagine like just being like permafunk. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, what would absolutely ruin a con for you? Like I'm going home. That's it. I can't. If you went with someone who was just killing the mood the entire time. Mm, you know what? I feel that. I feel that on a personal level. I've done that at music festivals in the past. I had to leave a whole day early because somebody was killing the vibe. So I wholeheartedly understand what you are saying. What is your most memorable experience at a con? Oh, this (laughs) this was uh, February last year. Mm Mm-hmm. I got to meet one of my favorite voice actors. Okay. I met Steve Bloom, and he and I'm pretty sure a lot of people would know him, but he, uh, Spike Spiegel, uh, Toonami Tom. Toonami Tom, there's, hey! There's a lot of different voices. <laughs> yeah. But that was probably my most memorable one because you know how they always say never meet your heroes? Mm-hmm. Well. You might be disappointed. Exactly, but I wasn't. He was so kind. Hell yeah. A friend of mine did that. Uh, she met um, somebody who was just so delightful and took her phone and was taking pictures of the two of them together, and she just had a ball. And um, I'm going to have her tell that story on the podcast because she was like, oh, my God, he was the nicest guy ever, and he was so fun, and he even commented back with me, and it was just she was just over the moon about it. And then last but certainly not least, uh, most memorable con experience. 
I would honestly say it was, I wasn't expecting this, but it was when people would stop me, hey, can I get a photo of you? I'm like, of your cosplay? I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I would say that one is because I never expect that. So that was really, it was flattering. Yeah. You know, and we're going to have an episode all about um, con etiquette when it comes to talking to people and getting photo ops and cosplay is not consent for example that's a huge thing right now so i'm gonna have a specific episode for that because um i don't know the etiquette you know what i mean i i'm not really like versed in all that right now but i i hope to learn more about that as this journey continues so we know about you all right a little bit a little bit from six years old to now right so now we're going to get into the thick of it, which is the cosplay aspect. Now, for me, like I said before, I've dressed up for Halloween on multiple occasions. And with this specifically, it is when you say something like that to somebody who is really into cosplay, they get, oh my God, so excited. You love to dress up for Halloween? You would love this because it takes dressing up on a whole different level because there's so many different things that you can do you can be whoever you want to be it doesn't matter who it doesn't matter you know if you're big small fat skinny tall short it doesn't matter whatever the color of your skin everybody is really accepting I feel and so I want to talk to you as someone who I've seen at, you know physically in cosplay and walked around a con for a little bit. Uh, I want to just pick your brain and see where you were versus where you are now. So, like we mentioned before, you um, you weren't always into cosplay. You know, you just started four years ago, what you said. So, did you lean into it? Did somebody convince you, like, hey, maybe you should try this? You might like it? Or was it something that you just decided one day, fuck it, I'm going to do it? It was definitely the last one. Yeah, yeah, the latter. <laughs> well, I always dressed up for Halloween. I was like, you know, this isn't really different than dressing up for Halloween. This is just another event, so why not? Let's right? do this. Exactly, exactly. Um, when you first started doing it, did you find it to be daunting, for example? Did you try to find something elaborate and then go "Uh oh this is too advanced for me I have to do something a little more simple or did you off the bat go oh I think I'm just going to do something simple just to dip my toe in definitely did something simple at first like with Alex Mercer Mm -hmm. his his costume was basically just ordinary street clothes okay the most I guess (laughs) difficult thing Who could the dogs possibly be barking at? Find out next week on UJOCAST. You were just explaining that it's simplicity was key back then because I can see it as being like overwhelming, overwhelming, very um, specific. I, I have seen different cosplay contests where they judge you 
on a ridiculous scale of how your cosplay actually looks, feels, the quality. The, it went on and on, and I thought, this isn't everyone, is it? Because I don't ever want to do that. Right. So I'm curious. Purchase, create, or a combination of both? Which do you um, recommend for people who are into cosplay or just getting into cosplay? If you're new to it, it would probably be purchase. Mm -hmm. But part of the fun is making it. So I'm kind of the third option. Like I okay. buy certain things. It's like Lego sets. Mm -hmm. Like I'll buy certain things and I'll kind of, that's what I did with Kakashi. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I used sweatpants, blue sweatpants and uh, a blue turtleneck long sleeve for his, you know, main clothes. Mm -hmm. And then I found the vest online, the green vest, sorry, but I'm probably the third option for sure. Yeah. Purchase and kind of assembling. Okay. Cause I don't have the skills yet to actually create fully. You don't want to like sew a vest yourself? <laughs> no, that would hurt. No, not to not to yourself, but I I I am a novice sewer. I can hand sew. I do have a sewing machine, but I fully understand not sewing your whole damn outfit because I tried to make a skirt for Kagome and I lost my mind because I couldn't get the pleats right and I thought if I can't do this, I'm just going to buy it. So I purchased it, but it was a 2X because that's all they had available. And I had a full-blown meltdown panic attack situation, and then I didn't cosplay at all. Um, but, you know, that's just my story. So um, as you progressed in cosplay, what skills do you think most improved from then to now? Probably my sanding and painting. Okay. Of like certain body pieces on a character. Like the one currently in works right now. <laughs> that one for sure. Yes. But definitely uh, my sanding and painting skills. <laughs> okay. So I know that um, what you're talking about, but if you want to tell them what, what outfit you're talking about. Uh, my next con will be WeebCon this coming April, I think it Me is. Me too. And the character I'm talking about is the Mandalorian from the TV show, The Mandalorian. So Mando. <laughs> right. And um, 3D parts, 3D printed parts have come quite a long way. But um, there's a lot of sanding and painting involved with that because of the ridges, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend has a 3D printer, as you know. Uh, and it's takes a lot to print something of that scale right it takes a lot of time to print something that large you know but painting it I couldn't imagine like starting a project like that as your first cosplay and then painting it and trying to perfect it and getting frustrated could I couldn't imagine doing something like that so I commend you for not doing that type of thing as your first actual outfit. Instead, you, you chose to do something very simplistic. But now, how's your painting going on that? Oh, I'm way behind. <laughs> way behind? Come on now. April's coming up soon. This is true. <laughs> for a person who enjoys wearing cosplay, 
which outfit is the least comfortable? Because you looked, that skin tight suit looks pretty uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> then, you, then you already know, it was probably, uh, well, it was summertime, but it, it was. was probably the Green Arrow because that had no breathing at all. No, it was. I he, think I lost five pounds of weight that day. He layered up too. Was, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you're wearing something underneath that? Uh, very, very skin tight, very pleathery, leathery material that is not breathable. So I don't blame you. He was sweating to death and looked very uncomfortable. And for those of you who don't know, we are in Texas. And Texas in June is almost unbearable. And uh, yeah. So the last thing that I'm going to ask you before um, shameless plugs or whatever is... Is there any advice that you would give to someone who is considering cosplaying or like just getting started doing it? Probably what we already just talked about. Simplicity is key because I think the most important thing is to enjoy it. Okay. Like I, I've, we've all seen professional cosplayers out there and yeah. I'm not trying to make this a career out of that, which I give them props for doing that. But if you're new to it, Try to find something simple, but a character you can do. Right. Whether it be assembling or purchasing, they're all welcomed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with you. I would definitely agree with you. I feel like with getting to know somebody that enjoys cosplay and actually goes out and does it and doesn't care what anyone else thinks, besides you being a perfectionist, right? I feel like that's very freeing in a way because when you do something that you enjoy and you don't care what other people think it's the most freeing in my opinion very fulfilling it's it it is it's very um like when i saw you i met up with i met up with him there uh at akon and i went with another friend who was cosplaying and one who was not and um Obviously, I wanted to, but the Kagome thing, and it was a whole mess, and I freaked out, and I had a panic attack, and I almost didn't go, but I wanted to experience it because I wanted to just see what the joy that everyone else was experiencing was. Obviously, I'm going to talk about my first experience in length, which was unsatisfactory more than it was a good time, but that's just situational, I guess. But... To see so many cosplayers at that event, enjoying their time, getting pictures taken, having, you know, having the experience that I wish to have one day is something that I really strive to, I don't know, break out of my shell. And having someone on, like you, uh, a friend of mine... Um, just telling his experience of where he was versus what he's doing now is huge. I mean, you put on street clothes and then all of a sudden you're painting full armor. It's a big difference, right? It's a big difference. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate you being on. I appreciate you giving me all the insight and, you know, your backstory a little bit. 
Uh, I hope to have you on again because there's plenty more topics where that came from. And uh, for the listeners out there, you know, if you wanted to plug any social media or just, you know, tell tell anyone a little bit about yourself, feel free. Well, my Instagram handle is phantom0262. If anyone wants to follow me on there, you can see more photos of my personal life and cosplays and my hobbies. And we will definitely plug that on our social media, on the bottom of the show notes, all that fun stuff. I thank you again for being on the show, and we will see you next week.